Hello and welcome to another episode of HCI's Regulation and Quality and Safety of Care podcast. I am Rosemary Pollard, a Senior Marketing Executive at HCI, and I'm delighted to be joined here today with Janine Higgins, Director of Quality Information Systems at HCI, and Claire Harney, Director of Digital Development at HCI. Digital transformation in healthcare is a hot topic at the moment, with many healthcare organisations looking for ways to digitally transform the way they currently manage all aspects of quality improvement, patient safety, and the increasingly administrative heavy regulatory compliance. In our podcast today, we will be discussing digital transformation in healthcare and how HCI is working with clients to support them in succeeding in their digital transformation journey. Claire, Janine, thank you for joining us today. So Claire, you might start by telling us um, a bit about digital transformation in healthcare and the drivers behind it. Thanks, Rosemary. Sure. So as you said, um, healthcare is increasingly administrative heavy and really it's people driving digital transformation. We're seeing it in other industries um, across the world. And in healthcare, we have a particularly administrative heavy burden that's growing all the time and particularly in the compliance area. So people both inside and outside of the health service, such as patients, are driving um, this transformation and the use of digital as an enabler to reducing administrative duties uh, for such things as data entry, um, collation of data, reporting of data, and automating processes where possible in healthcare. There's huge opportunity for that. Uh, And that allows an increase in time with patients. And it also most importantly, improves our patient safety outcomes. Okay, so given these drivers you've discussed there, for example, the need for automation of processes and reducing administrative burden, what types of systems are providers looking to adopt? And um, I suppose, what are the challenges they often face? So sometimes there's there's a, a willingness and, and a sort of a, a recognition of the need to adopt some sort of digital transformation. But it can be hard to put your finger on or articulate what do we actually need that's going to improve how we deliver healthcare. Um, so it may be looking at lengthy processes, for example, um, where it works, um, but you're very aware that the use of resources is very heavy, for example. Um, and, and these are the types of things that can often benefit greatly through digi- digitization. So automation is one of the key parts um, that that is being implemented across healthcare across the globe right now, um, where a process is taken and and multiple tasks within that process can be automated. We still have a scenario where people are moving data from one system to another manually, uh, and that's not really a job that anybody likes, but it's also prone to error, human error with repetitive tasks. So using automation or robotic process automation or RPA as we call it, is one of the key solution types that, that we're seeing being adopted. It can be difficult to spot those areas at times, though, because the process is deemed to work, um, but it it may be that it's particularly heavy process. Um, And we also see many health providers from hospitals to nursing homes exploring ways to streamline their quality and patient safety management. So this is an area where compliance is so important um, and there's there's great recognition of that and we have standards to support that. but providing that evidence of compliance is becoming very burdensome. So there are some, some great solutions out there um, that can help us um, to, to be able to provide that high level of reporting, the compliance data, the tracking of training and document management, 
across multiple departments, especially when you're dealing with large amounts of people. And this is an ideal fit for digitization. Uh, and it helps with so much of the, the heavy administrative lifting associated with those functions and, and really kind of stops the panic then when it comes to inspection day, um, where you're able to actually use your solutions to provide the evidence that the inspectors are looking for and show that you actually are compliant. Um, the, the big challenge there, um, the second part of your question, is around organisational change. So if a process is, is a very heavy process or it's not working very well, or indeed it is working, but using a huge amount of resources or time, um, then the process needs to change alongside the solution coming in. Um, so when we implement technology or digital transformation, it's not just about throwing technology at something. It's about looking at how we do things now, how we can improve those things uh, and how we can use digital solutions to support that positive change in our organization. So understanding how technology can work as an enabler to improvements to our patient safety and regulatory compliance. And really, that's what I'm here to to support uh, at HCI. OK, thanks, Claire. Um, there definitely seems to be a lot of potential there for healthcare providers to use digital solutions to support and streamline many of their processes. Um, I imagine that a lot of consideration needs to be invested up front when implementing a new technology. The typical out-of-the-box solution that some technology providers might offer with limited customization for the specific needs of the end user probably isn't really the best way to get a successful outcome. Janine, maybe you could tell us about HCI's process for implementing quality management information system and how HCI differ from other suppliers within the market. Thanks, Rosemary. I think HCI is quite unique in the market because we have that unique understanding of healthcare uh, in this sector and uh, the regulatory challenges that um, organisations face. And so when we look at finding um, a, a technology solution, we use all of that knowledge and that understanding that we have of the sector in um, helping find those solutions. Now, we use a couple of systems uh, at HCI. We use QPulse and we also have our HCI knowledge um, application, which is developed to work alongside QPulse. Um, but both of those applications begin with that need from an organization to to want to change. So as Claire was saying there about, you know, what, are, what the drivers are for digital transformation, uh, absolutely. And you have to have that buy-in from leadership in these organisations to want to push that change uh, and support it going forwards. So really, we look at these implementations as, as big projects, and they, they are projects. They need um, stakeholders to, to be involved from the various different areas, um, different teams within the organisation. So the quality quality teams are key in, um, in driving that change. And um, these teams come together from within the organization to to really kind of get involved in looking at what it is, what are the processes that are currently in use? Are they the right processes? Do they align to, um, you know, supporting that regulatory compliance? And what can we do to, to help to, um, you know, re-engineer or improve those processes? And so what we do from a quality information systems perspective is we, we work with organisations to understand their existing processes, why they do things in the way that they do them currently, 
and then how we can help them to change those processes so that they're more efficient uh, and more aligned to uh, a quality information management system. Now, part of the, the output of those sessions, and, and they, we run those as workshops, uh, is uh, what we call a customization report. So we deliver workshops with, with the organisation to look at each different area. So it could be from document control, incident management, um, training compliance for staff, uh, audits. So there's a number of different areas that we look at. And as an output of those workshops, we produce customization reports, which define how we should configure um, the system to best meet those um, new processes. So we also look at um, what KPIs are required as part of that, because ultimately, you know, as Claire was saying, now we need to make things easier for organisations when it comes around to, to those big audits and making sure that that compliance is met. And so making sure that, that the data that we can get out of the system um, aligns to um, those audits is key. So the KPIs that need to be collected, um, what reports need to come out at the other end, um, how are those policies and procedures that are being developed as part of the process going to ensure that the um, that the regulatory compliance are going to be met? So it's a really in-depth customization process that we go through with our clients to, to really try and cover off as many of those different areas as possible. And it's that understanding that we have of healthcare that really helps us to make sure that we're not just implementing a, an IT solution, we're implementing a solution that looks at the way that the organisation works to um, ensure that compliance as a whole. And I think really from, from a quality information systems perspective, that having those specialists who know the regulations and who know IT really helps to ensure that the, um, the output at the end is a system that meets that regulatory compliance. Okay, thanks, Janine. We can really see from what you have discussed there the value that HCI specialists offer when implementing a new solution for a client. For example, the regulatory knowledge that they have combined with the quality information systems knowledge, the understanding of the challenges and the desire to really invest their time in making sure a system is set up to meet the client's needs. I suppose this really stems back to HCI having been founded on the concept of wanting to improve patient safety and outcomes for service users. This is still a fundamental to our work today, and I would say it's a core part of how we enable success with the systems we implement. Would you agree, Janine? Oh, definitely. Yeah. And we really, we really do care about the organisations that we work with. We understand the challenges that they face. Um, many of the staff here at HCI also have um, healthcare backgrounds. And so we, we, we're in and out of those organisations as well very regularly. So we really see, um, we see how, how these challenges are affecting um, staff and, and the organisations whenever we meet with them. And, and it's part of that understanding, I suppose, and, and empathy that we have with the organisations that really drives us to ensure that the solutions that we deliver are as, uh, as good as they can be, really. Um, and ultimately, we want to make sure that, that the organisations have good systems and good processes in place so that they have more time to support their patients and their service users um, without having to worry about that administrative burden that um, comes along with um, ensuring that they are you know, meeting their, their regulatory compliance. And our experience and knowledge in that area helps us to ensure 
that hopefully we reduce that burden on them by by covering off a lot of those challenges within the system. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, Janine. I think um, what you said there about how you reduce the burden, but through customization of the solution and the applications that are provided, that's key. Like I said, you can't just throw technology at processes or at a healthcare organization. They're very complex adaptive systems. And so um, it won't work if you try to shoehorn processes into a solution that's inflexible. The unique way of doing it at HCI with such a high level of professional service around it to enable that customization, to ensure that processes and procedures are compliant and then customize and configure the solution to fit those policies and procedures and processes that are in place in that particular organization. So seeing it as a project rather than a technology installation mm -hmm. alone, and um, that's really key to making it work. That's key to digital transformation across healthcare, both within and outside of the, the quality management area in healthcare. Um, so, yeah, I couldn't I couldn't agree more there. Um, yeah, so, absolutely. Thanks. And I think that's why it's so important that as, that you have that buy-in from all of the stakeholders as well, because they need to really drive and influence um, the change that 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 we implement via, a, you know, with a technology solution. They need to understand where the benefits are and 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 how it will make their lives easier in the long run. So so really, kind of viewing it as you said, there as a project. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's not just a you know something that you can plug in and and start working with. It really has to work for your organisation. Yeah, and understanding those impacts uh, post-implementation really um, shows the importance of having that blend of leadership with the technology. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's a key takeaway from this, that, you know, stakeholder involvement is so important to making yeah. it work. Yeah, absolutely. And and our experience has certainly been that those organisations that have that stakeholder, you know, involvement have mm -hmm. the most successful outcomes. So it's something that we've seen over and again with the projects that we've delivered, you know, get the people involved from the outset and you'll see good results. Yeah, from the end. absolutely. Yeah. OK, well, thank you, Janine and Claire. I think we can all really see the value in digital transformation in healthcare, but also that it's about the people as much as the technology. If anyone would like any further information on HCI systems and supports, then please do get in touch. Thanks for listening.